So do you remember Jay Mazzini? He's that Instagram influencer who made a name for himself, basically by being like a street philanthropist. He was just going around giving away mad money to just random people. Well, have you heard about his latest giveaway? Of course you haven't. Because he's locked up and a judge said he's not getting out. They say there's no good news. No good there's news. no good news. What's up, everybody? So, if you're new here, I'm Misha Anai, aka No Good Writer, and I am joined by my co host, the anonymous K9. So we've called this session here today to talk about the social media capers of Jay Mazzini. And I would say that we are here today to raise red flags, but apparently red flags are no longer working. So we're gonna wave yellow flags, neon green. Hell, our flags are gonna be tie-dye. Just throw a whole bunch of colors in there. We are here to wave tie-dye flags to raise awareness about these social media capers that are sucking up people's funds. So, let's get to it. FBI, open up! So let's start with Jay Mazzini. And let's start with the fact that his name is not Jay Mazzini. His name is actually Jabara Igbara. And as I already said, he basically came to fame and built his popularity supposedly going around giving money to just random strangers. And he also put himself out there to be an entrepreneur. So he had social media platforms where he was promoting his various businesses. So anyway, at one point, this dude had nearly a million followers on Instagram. Well, in March, he was arrested for defrauding his followers with a Bitcoin scheme. So according to the paperwork that the federal investigator submitted to get an arrest warrant for Mr. Igbara, he ran this scheme between January and mid-March of this year. And he allegedly collected $2.5 million doing this, okay? What? Now, the info that I'm about to give you, as I said, came from the federal investigator's documents. But just let me say now, allegedly, 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 these are things that he is accused of. And I'm not going to say that before every single statement. So let's just go ahead and make a blanket allegedly right now. So anyway, according to the documents, here's how his scheme worked. Around about January, he started using his Instagram and Twitter account to basically solicit his followers, telling them that he wanted to buy Bitcoin. So he was posting these offers to buy Bitcoin above the market price. So in one example, in mid-February, he posted an offer to buy Bitcoin at $52,500. Now, if you know anything about Bitcoin, it constantly fluctuates. On that day, the highest price for Bitcoin was $49,716. But this dude is willing to pay $52,000. 500 per Bitcoin. So he's explaining this to people saying that the reason that he's paying above market price and buying it from them is because 
the Bitcoin exchanges are limiting how much he can buy. So his hustle was he wanted people to send him Bitcoin and in return, he would send you US dollars. Now, over this time that he's running this scam, Bitcoin is on an uptrend. So from January to March, Bitcoin went from $29,000 per Bitcoin to four, to over $49,000. So here you have an asset that's surging in value. You already mad, huh? We ain't even got to how he took the money yet. You already mad. So here you have an asset that's surging in value. You could sell it the normal secure way, the known way. But instead of doing that, you have people who want to sell it to somebody who allegedly has the financial means to pay way beyond the price for it that's posting ads on Instagram and Twitter. So in one case, Igbara or Jay Mazzini, he was hustling somebody who worked for a company outside of the United States. And apparently this company needed to get its hands on some U.S. dollars. So he was supposed to pay $195,700 for a little over five Bitcoin. Because with Bitcoin, you can buy fractions of a Bitcoin. So he was going to buy five and some change. Basically, he struck up this deal. He sent the person a copy of his passport ID page and a supposed receipt from where he's transferred this money via wire. So the person sent him the Bitcoin. The person gets these documents and they sent him the Bitcoin. Don't ask me why they didn't go and confirm that the wire transfer was there. Nonetheless, they see the documents. They send him the Bitcoin. Now, remember, I told you he's paying above price. So that $195,000 that he offered to pay, that was more than the value that the Bitcoin was even worth at that time, right? Once this person sent him the Bitcoin, it hit, it hit $203,595. Just wrap your head around that. You've sent somebody $200,000 worth of an asset that they can now draw cash from. And you have an image of a passport page and an image of an alleged receipt. That's what it took to get $200,000 out of someone's hands. That blows my mind. That absolutely blows my mind. Now, in the investigator's document, he seemed to kind of somewhat sympathize with some of these people or at least show some understanding by saying that because he had shown images of himself on his social media handing out large sums of cash he created a public persona of being a person of substantial means it would take far more than a persona of substantial means for me to transfer somebody something that's valued at two hundred thousand dollars regardless of a passport page regardless of an alleged receipt i want to go confirm my money I'm at least going to make a phone call. I'm going to do something. It's going to take more than anything that's flashed across my computer screen or my phone screen or wherever this person viewed this to get something from me that is valued at around $200,000. Oh, no. Now, of course, that wasn't the only case. That wasn't even the worst case. So individual number three as they are called in the documents, 
heard about Jay Mazzini from a family member. Went online, saw this dude's social media post. So I guess he was convinced like, oh yeah, this is a rich guy or whatever. Ends up connecting with Jay Mazzini. They have a video call. Jay Mazzini convinces individual number three that he is worth $33 million. And he uses a second phone. They're on the video call. He uses a second phone to show this person a Bitcoin wallet that allegedly shows that he's purchased three to four million dollars in Bitcoin over the past week. So this person, convinced over a video call now, decides that he's going to sell Jay Mazzini $3.13 million in Bitcoin. So I guess so excited about this $3 million video call deal, this dude ignores the fact, the obvious glaring red flag that has burst into flames and is sending out smoke signals in the shape of his or her name, because the documents doesn't say whether it's a male or female. But regardless, ignores the fact that Mazzini is willing to send him or send her the $3.13 million up front, although that person can send the Bitcoin over a series of transactions. So what does Mazzini do? He sends this person, individual number three, a screenshot showing that he has transferred the whole $3.13 million. This person in turn sends the first bundle of Bitcoin. $750,000 worth of Bitcoin. Of course, now after the Bitcoin has been sent, this person finds out another one who didn't take the time apparently to confirm their money, operating off of a screenshot for a $3.13 million deal, finds out that there's actually no money sent to their account. So this person starts complaining, making noise. What does Jay Mazzini do? In this case, he actually sent back $390,000 worth of the person's Bitcoin. But what good old Jay doesn't do is send back or pay for the remaining $360,000 worth of Bitcoin. And by the way, the federal agent checked and Jay Mazzini really did have a TD Ameritrade account as he showed this person that he allegedly sent this $3 million to. And on February the 8th, the day that he was supposedly made this transfer to the individual, guess how much money he had in that account? Just guess. $160,000. Smoke and mirrors, folks. I don't know why people cannot get it through their head that social media is a lot of smoke and mirrors. This is basically a scheme where a person got $2.5 million, people. $2.5 million with just screenshots and a copy of his passport page. Can you imagine becoming a millionaire, <laughs> a millionaire off of images of documents, not even documents, images of documents, 
it's really, really hard for me to understand. I'm not even sure that I want to understand because I'm not sure that I want to even take my mind down that path of thinking, even for a test run. It might be like one of those like hardcore drugs where you do it one time and you know, you're just on that downward path and you just cannot stop. And it's not like Jay Mazzini didn't have a reputation for scamming people. If you go on Instagram right now, you can't find his page because Instagram deleted his page after he started racking up these charges. And we're not finished with the charges. There's more. We're just on his first case, okay? So if you go on Instagram right now, you will find entire accounts that are dedicated to exposing that Jay Mazzini is a fraud. Now, I'm not sure how long all of those accounts have been there, but there are posts at least from 2020. Some of these posts are really detailed. For example, there's one post that talks about two different types of scams. So in the first one, he had something called the Mazzini Academy, which was centered around Discord. It was like some kind of stock crypto trading training type deal, right? So in one instance, he was making this offer where the first 1,000 people that signed up for this academy would get a $10,000 grant. He convinced these people that there was something wrong with the website and they needed to pay him through Zelle instead. So in order to qualify for this $10,000 grant, you had to pay $800 to get into the course. So the person that wrote the post explained that he went and checked the website out and found out that the website actually wasn't broken. And the course was only $249 actually. So this is how he paid to get in. He went ahead and bought the course through the website. Other people are out here paying $800 trying to get this $10,000 grant. Now Mazzini did, in order to get some people joined, offer them a discount dropping the price down to $500, which is still double the real price, okay? So now over 3,000 people signed up for this course, according to this post. Nobody gets selected for the grant so far. Later on, Mazzini comes out and tells them it's not a $10,000 grant. It's a 10-year loan. But now, in order to qualify for the loan, you have to have $50,000 to $100,000 in your bank account. And oh, by the way, that bank account has to be with Chase. And you have to send him a picture of your statement. I mean really people out here that are falling for this you're qualifying for loans on instagram with a 25 year old who's processing payments for his course through zelle because his website is broken mm. well good luck with cross-examination if you have to testify anyway the second scheme that this person writes about involves Mazzini's clothing line. So he had a clothing line called Mazzini Italy. So what he would do is he would go on live allegedly and he would promise that a certain number of people who spent a certain amount of money would win money. So for example, sometimes he would tell them the first thousand people who buy five items will win $10,000. What? Now wrap your head around those numbers. Five items, but you win $10,000, a thousand people. But people were doing this. So there's somebody who was apparently tracking him 
over the course of him doing these lives because this wasn't a one-off thing. And at one point, he owed out over 5,000 prizes that if you added it all up, allegedly amounted to over $200 million. But I guess people aren't focused on this. They're just focused all on the winning. So to keep his scheme going, sometimes when he was on live, he would pick one of the people and tell them that they won. So now you have this person on live who's all hype, jumping up and down, screaming, ah, I'm a winner, I'm a winner. So, you know, this is convincing other people who are watching or who might go back and see this later, oh, there's a winner. The catch was that this person hasn't gotten the money yet. And Jay Mazzini's process was, you bought these items, you won this money. He's going to drop your money, $10,000 now. He's going to put it in the box with your merch and mail it to you. He's going to mail you $10,000 with your merchandise. I don't even need to tell you what happened, but I will. People start getting their boxes of merchandise. And of course, there's no cash in there. So when they're getting these boxes, a lot of people are reporting that, oh, the boxes look damaged or whatever. But, you know, they're complaining about not getting their money. So he replies on his story like, look, I put the money in the boxes. The people at the post office stole it. I've done my part. That was his response, that he had put millions of dollars basically into boxes and all of it had gotten stolen by people at the post office. Now, the person who's writing about this admitted that he doesn't know if it's true or not. But someone who was working for Jay Mazzini said that Jay Mazzini sent out the boxes damaged to make it look like these boxes were getting rummaged through in the mail, which sounds like duh. And as for the person that wrote the post, he got hustled too and said that he disputed the charges on his credit card. So he actually did end up getting his money back. So if there's anybody out there that, you know, got caught up in this scheme, that might be one way to get your money back. And it's not just this one post. Like I said, there are accounts with all kinds of complaints calling him a fake, a fraud, asking for their money, asking for their prizes, talking about things he promised them that they didn't get. It's just insane that all of this information was out there and people are making deals for hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars for Bitcoin and didn't even bother to search his name on Instagram. And I'm sure when his account was active, unless he had the comments turned off, some of these comments that people were posting on other pages, they had to be posting them on his page. Another red flag is just some of the things about his personality. This dude was online talking about how he was exposing the truth of Islam. As a matter of fact, I'm going to let you hear it. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. So I've been receiving a lot of death threats from so-called ISIS members and other terrorist groups in my emails, my DMs, etc. Why? Because I'm exposing the real meaning of Islam. I'm showing the world what Islam really is, how we're raised to be. We're raised to respect all beliefs, all religions, all ethnicities, even if you're an atheist. <laughs> Do I need to play that back for you guys? <laughs> This dude said ISIS is in his DMs. He has terrorist groups in his DMs and email. I mean, <laughs> this is a kid in New Jersey that sells hoodies. <laughs> ISIS is in your DMs. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, what are these like the 
ISIS interns or something? Here's what we want to know. Does ISIS have a blue check mark? Are they verified? <laughs> I mean, think about it. Mazzini's account got suspended. Donald Trump's account got suspended. You mean to tell me Instagram allows ISIS and terrorist groups to just maintain accounts and go around DMing people? I mean, you know, if that's his story, I guess it's possible. But what I'm saying is just everything about this dude is to the extreme. You have millions of dollars to give away. The postal workers steal millions of dollars from you. ISIS and terrorist groups are harassing you. That is definitely a red flag. And if it's not a full-blown red flag because you could argue that it is within the realm of possibility, it should make a person highly skeptical, especially, like I said, when they're doing large deals. The account that reposted that video, which is called Jay Mazzini Scammed a Mosque, that post says, you have never received any death threats whatsoever, you cornball. When are you not lying? And that's also the type of thing that I'm talking about. In addition to what he's saying and what he's doing, the number of people who have negative things to say about him online. This should be raising awareness. This should be raising eyebrows. But people might call Jay Mazzini a cornball. However, it appears not only is Jay Mazzini, a.k.a. Jabara Igbara, a fraud, he also tries to go hard out in these streets. All rise. As of April 19th, 2021, where was Mazzini? Locked up in Bergen County, New Jersey, begging to be released. And what was he locked up for? A kidnapping plot. So Mazzini is facing charges for the Bitcoin scheme, right? According to the news reports, somebody comes up with the genius idea to threaten that they will report him for other schemes that he's running. Mazzini then offers to meet this person. The person accepts that invitation. Red flag and bad decision number one. But not only does the person agree, the person gets in to Mazzini's Range Rover. Now you're in this person's custody. This is a person you're threatening to expose potential federal crimes that carry decades. You got into this person's vehicle? Red flag and bad decision number two. This is almost like it's written for TV. Mazzini drives him and picks up two more guys. So now the person making the threat is in the car with Mazzini and two of his associates. I mean, the question is, when does good goddamn sense kick in? What did this person expect was about to happen? I mean, did he think that they were like going for coffee or, I mean, I'm wondering like, where did this person that was making this threat grow up? Now, when that Range Rover stopped and two more people were getting in, red flag and bad decision number three. So now the four of them are in this vehicle. Surveillance from the street cameras show that Mazzini's driving around. These people are beating this man. It finally occurs to him, you know, that he should probably get out. And every time he tries to get out, they drag him back into the vehicle and continue to beat him. 
This is being captured on city surveillance cameras. By the time this was over, they beat him with a cord, threatened him with a machete, stripped him naked, and they left him in Passaic with a concussion. So now Mazzini is locked up and facing those charges. So in addition to the infamous Jay Mazzini, Mr. Igbara, three other people have been arrested in connection with the incident for this kidnapping plot. One of them's name is Rami Al-Jabawi, and prosecutors believe that that's the one who bankrolled the whole kidnapping plot. Here you have Jay Mazzini, who's supposedly this multi-millionaire who just gives away millions of dollars and someone else is allegedly paying for your kidnapping scheme. Once again, another case of smoke and mirrors playing out on the gram. So according to NorthJersey.com, Mr. Igbara is facing up to 20 years if convicted for the Bitcoin scheme. And he's facing 15 to 30 for the kidnapping and assault charges. That is what you call prospects of a bright future. If, of course, you like orange. And personally, I believe that people should be on the lookout for more charges possibly against Jay Mazzini because not only are the feds requesting information from anybody else who got harmed or knows information about the Bitcoin scheme, but when you think about it, if he ran the scheme from the beginning of January to mid-March and like a week later, the feds had already investigated and filed charges against him, the feds don't normally move that fast. They don't normally catch on to a crime, investigate it, and wrap up the investigation and have you arrested in three and a half months. So, considering that, it sounds like he was already on their radar in the first place. But whether or not that's the case, he's facing enough as it is. That was just a little side note. Well, everybody, now that we got the Jay Mazzini story out of the way, it is time for us to get out of here. We appreciate you listening. If you would like to show us some love, you will find our PayPal and Cash App details wherever you click into this podcast. You can also find it on the show notes on nogoodwords.com. Just to let you know, show notes are normally put up within 48 hours of the podcast, so sometimes they're not up immediately. And as always, any and all support is greatly appreciated. Until next time, folks.